Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. China Perspective. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot Danka, Timothy Go, and Chuan Tian with you. Time to take a look at headlines coming out of China. And uh, joining us, of course, is Dr. O. E. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Good afternoon, Dr. O. Good afternoon. Nice to talk to all of you again. All right, Doctor O. Let's uh, let's start things off with um, your perspective of Senator John Kerry's visit to Beijing. Was it a successful meeting? Well, we are still yet to find out because his visit was、uh, overshadowed by a lot of、uh, other events. For example. Uh, I wouldn't say disappearance, but a non-appearance of China's foreign minister. You know the intensification of U.S.-China confrontations and so on. So it was a rather muted、uh, visit in that sense,、mm-hmm. and we are yet to find out. What are the concrete steps、uh, they achieve? Yeah, yeah. One of the things they're looking at is、uh, efforts to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Doesn't look good as far as、uh, John Kerry's efforts are concerned. Where do you think it went wrong for him? Well,、uh, this was、uh, not the best of time in terms of、uh, the U.S.-China、uh, overall relations, and his visit to China, I would say, was actually more symbolic in nature, namely、uh, sort of resuscitating this sort of high-level visits、uh, between the two countries because they follow. In the footsteps of the Secretary of State, as well as the Secretary of the Treasury. Yeah. All right,、uh, Doctor O. Let's let's、uh, switch things around. Get your perspective、uh, on the visit of、uh, former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger to China. President、uh, Xi Jinping welcoming what he calls his old friend. Well, indeed,、uh, you know China uses these sort of terms.、Uh, for example, the old friend of the Chinese people, and so on, for those senior statesmen of major countries who, in their opinion, have contributed to the betterment of the bilateral relations. And、uh, Henry Kissinger is, of course, first and foremost one of the so-called. Old friend of not only presidency but of the Chinese people, right? And I think this is part of the effort from the Chinese side to、uh, sort of place more emphasis on interacting with the civil society of the United States and with the business community, and on the other hand, downplay this sort of relations with the official relations. With the U.S. government here, that's a bit difficult, right? You talk about downplaying the official relations,、uh, especially in the fact that Kissinger went on his own accord. There is still, with all these other issues in the background, the possibility of a continuous decline of、uh, U.S.-China relations.、Uh, how much does it really move the needle? No,、uh, not much. Well, Henry Kissinger, of course, is very prominent and so on. But、yeah. as you said, he went on the visit on private capacity. But the Chinese side appeared to have placed a lot of importance on, as I say, engaging、uh, civil society leaders, business community leaders, and so on. You, you had,、uh, for example, previously、um, also Bill Gates and、uh, Elon Musk、uh, visiting China. And receiving very high-level reception as well. Whereas、uh, when Secretary of State Antony Blinken was visiting, well, some would say he's been,、uh, in a sense,、uh, snapped down a little bit here. So maybe, I mean, just a quick follow-up to that. Maybe President、uh, Biden should make use of Mr. Kissinger because、uh, we often forget that when it comes to China, they put a lot of emphasis on this word "guanxi," you know, this good relationship. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, rapport or good relationship or guanxi between senior leaders are, of course, very important. Actually, well, according to uh, President Biden, he was one of the few leaders who spent a long period of time with with uh, President Xi one-to-one when uh, both of them were vice presidents. Mm-hmm. But that didn't seem to work very well, isn't it, when both of them became presidents? <laughs> So in the spirit of what uh, Elliot was talking about, could this be, you know, bank channeling and showing China some face value in return? Because we are looking at an election year in the U.S. and uh, voters are expecting whoever they're going to vote for to go hard on China. Oh, yeah, indeed. But this is a very frontal back channel. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, Well, when we are talking about the real back channels, it's like I think it was the CIA chief who visited China, and well, not anonymously, but I mean under the radar uh, in May, uh, that would be somewhat of a back channel. So let's see how it plays out. But uh, I'm not placing a lot of optimism, mm. at least in the short term. Yeah. All right, Dr. O, let's move on to talk about China's foreign minister, Qin Gang. Um, we talked about this last week on the show as well with our guests. Uh, so where on earth is Mr. Qin Gang? Well, there were a lot of rumors, right, ranging from the very rosy ones uh, to uh, the very uh, harsh ones. Yeah. But, uh, well, the official line was that uh, he was sick, but mm. uh, the sickness appeared to have uh, dragged on for uh, quite some time. Mm-hmm. And that's why people have been uh, second-guessing with lots of uh, very, as I said, rosy rumors coming out <laughs> and so on. Yeah. All right. Another development, Dr. O, is China will be resuming the 15-day visa-free entry for Singaporeans. And I believe this starts this week tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Wednesday by midnight. So why do you think it took so long for China to resume this uh, entry arrangement? Well, number one, lucky you, because uh, we <laughs> Malaysians have visas, right? Number two, I think it's part of the so-called reopening up process. They were rather careful in terms of, uh, you know, opening up the economy. Yes, it was quite a blot uh, that they opened up their doors to welcome foreigners. But uh, even nowadays, when you're invited to attend some events uh, by China or in China, they often will require you to undergo still all these sort of COVID tests and uh, so on. So I think they are just being uh, careful in terms of, you know, cracking the door open a little bit more. Yeah. Is it like a Singapore-style calibrated reopening to make sure that everything, all the resources can handle? Yeah, we all have our different uh, terms, right? Uh, sh- uh, circuit breakers for you guys, <laughs> and movement control for Malaysia, and so on. Yeah, we, we cannot be too careful on this because uh, we still heard of you know horror stories of people passing away due to yeah, COVID and yeah. so on. Yeah. Yeah, wow. You brought, that was a big major throwback there, uh, Dr. O. Uh, we've mm-hmm. been speaking with Dr. O. A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. As always, we appreciate your time and your help. Take care and have a great Tuesday ahead. Well, thank you very much once again. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.